On the last episode, Boat fell. Ah! Still, Luckily, he had life alert. <laughs> <laughs> Help, I've capsized and I can't get up. This is Quid Pro Roll, a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. On the last episode of Quid Pro Roll, you all were in a huge contentious battle with the great chief of Herzog, Grun, and his wyvern, with whom he was astride, like, half the battle. Um, Johannes and Kosa made quick work of the wyvern with Alita, and actually Solinar did a lot of work on it as well, with Alita landing the killing blow ultimately. Boat went pretty mano a mano with the great chief, Grun, and unfortunately has fallen, unconscious and bleeding onto the ground. And it is here that we come back into the fight with Koza. It's your turn at the beginning. Uh, Koza is going to um, to hop off the um, the corpse of this dead wyvern, which is strangely seems to already be sprouting like mushroom shaped kind of things from it like all from where it's like eyes and nose and mouth Kosa grosses me out man <laughs> um, hey it's just the mushrooms Kosa's just just doing his thing but Kosa's you know. just spreading the mushroom spores yes like those terrifying ants that get ant, that get mind controlled no, it's by a, mushrooms it's exactly like Johnny Appleseed it's the same it's the same thing <laughs> thank you thank <laughs> you so much. mushroom spore is a nightmare of a concept <laughs> no yeah. it's, it's the same thing yeah, so the, this uh, wyvern is already starting to uh, sprout mushrooms as Koza hops off, and it goes running up towards Grun. Grun, Grun yes. Yeah, and swings his staff. His shillelagh. His shillelagh. It's not how that's pronounced. His shillelagh. His aurora. His arcana. <laughs> uh, <laughs> his thick. <laughs> his thick shalala. Are we just doing like the war? Ooh. He's Ooh, maybe not that one. Maybe not that one. Um, are- uh, oh, I'm sorry. His whacking stick. His thick, rooty whacking stick. <laughs> His lush whacking stick. <laughs> Is this just the word cloud of stuff I say too much? Is that where we're at? Give us a five-star review. Does a 17 hit? A 17 will hit. All right, so Koza swings this staff, which has sprouted these mushrooms. Some of them are like those little puffball mushrooms, and as they hit, um, as they hit Grun, they puff into little puffs of spores, and that will do eight damage. All right, Johannes. I go to the corner of the ring. I put my hands on the boat. I start, you know, giving him some light taps to the face. I'm like, "Come on, buddy, you're not you, down yet." You man the oars. Yeah, and <laughs> and um. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, hey, hey, it's just the end of the round. You can make it a little bit longer, buddy. And I'm giving him some taps and about uh, 15 points of lay on hands. And I'm like, I'm like, that was just the bell. Don't worry. You've been through uh, longer <laughs> rounds before. He didn't tap you out yet. You still got this. Did you seriously do like 15? Yeah. Like, okay. So like Boat's hand starts to tremble and it raises up off the ground and falls. And then it raises up off the ground and falls. And then a third time, his hand begins to tremble and it raises up off the ground and it falls. But before it gets to the ground, it stops. And then he clenches it into a fist and it shakes and he brings it up and he's able to use his other arm to get up on one knee. And then both of his hands clenched his fists and he's feeling the energy coming back through him. He's taking deep breaths, he's recharging, he's coming back up, and finally he reaches onto the ground, grabs his white hat, places it on his head, throws the cloak of office of the guard captaincy of Palabar over his shoulder to display his, like, oiled, muscly chest. Which still has a wound. Exactly, exactly. But his adrenaline is stopping the blood, he's got his energy back, and he stands up, and he can see Johannes over there clapping for him. Boat, 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 boat. He can feel the power of the of the audience, of everybody who's been watching him fight. And he's back in the game now. He's ready to go. All right. Uh, that was a lovely speech. It's actually Solinar's turn. I'm just saying. Oh, no. I, I, that was a bonus action. Oh, it was a bonus? All right. Yeah, what's your next, what's your, yeah, what's your additional action then? Like, what's your main action? Yeah. 
I turn to Boat, and I go, okay, here's going to be our strategy. Now, it's, it's the end of the round. Koza's holding him over as an intermission right now, but you're going to have to rope-a-dope him. I think it's the only way. He's, I'm a wrestler, not a boxer. I, know, I don't know any wrestling terms, Boat. Listen to me. You distract him for long enough, then you, you high-five me, and then I'll go, and I'll go for the legs. All right, buddy, whatever you say. How are you on? Okay. Uh, uh, wait, I'm gonna just go for the legs now. Ah! <laughs> that was so okay. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for, uh, um, I'm gonna jump and I'm gonna just try to grapple him at the, at the legs. All right, roll. Yeah, I did. Oh, 19. Yeah, you decidedly grapple his legs. Uh, I'm not gonna let you go until the boat takes you down. <laughs> okay, Solinar. Knock, knock, punk. Well, maybe not so much. No, wait. He's, I've got him grappled. He's got him grappled. Yeah, you have yeah, an advantage. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> a four and then a five. I went from a nine to a ten. So describe how that misses. Knock, so knock, Sol- punk. Solonar's like, knock, knock, punk. And then he does this, like, really dramatic, like, pulling his sword back and, like, he's going to plunge it right into Grun's neck. And then Grun, grappled at the legs, is still fully able to dodge neck shots. And Solonar's like, oh, 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 oh. He looks like one of those, you know those inflatable things that you'd blow up and then you'd punch and they'd move, yeah, side to side. It's one of those, but Solonar keeps missing as it's, like, side to side. Ah, I see Weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. Boat, it's your turn. <laughs> All right, so he's that, gr- that's the one that got you along. That's so the one that killed you. So he's grappled at the legs. You will have advantage on whatever it is you're about to do to this guy. Yes. I will attack him with my axe. Do you need a rage again? Yes, and I'm going to do that. 14. Nope. All right. I'm still weak from having just gotten back up from being almost dead. So describe how that misses or how he uh, blocks it or something. He continues to use his wiggly neck. He's (laughs) wobbling all over the place. (laughs) He's bobbing and weaving. He's like Muhammad Ali over there. I knew he was a boxer. Uh, Grun is going to take a swing at boat at disadvantage, and he's going to miss. Oh, that's fantastic. He's at disadvantage because of the grappling and whatnot. <laughs> the grappling and the glaving <laughs> lady. <laughs> <laughs> nice orc lady. Uh, Koza, you're up. So, again, I'm going to swing. I'm just, I'm kind of standing behind, um, or I'm standing behind Grun and just trying to smash him on the head over and over. Does a uh, 19 hit? Yeah, a 19 hits, Chapman. Wow, okay. <laughs> I mean, like, you I, it doesn't... have to be so look, judgy I'm, about I'm, it. I'm sorry. I mean, if you don't want <laughs> it to hit, I can just not have it hit. All right, what's that? Um, for 11 points of damage. You want to narrate? Um, yeah, so there, again, after, so he, the last, last time he smacked him with this, um, this... Now I'm self-conscious about it. It's Shalala. a shalala. <laughs> the sh- the shalala? Uh, shalag? Sh- the sh- shalag? The shalag. <laughs> the shalalag. The shalag um, sounds like somewhere where you get thrown into like some sort of really obscure he, Russian prison. He hits him with Yog Shagov. <laughs> so Koza smashes him again on the head. Uh, these these little weird uh, puffball mushrooms again like sprouting right before the hit. But the hit almost seems like not as hard as you would think it would be. And for a second... Grun looks like he's going to bellow out something loud. He kind of lifts his head up to, and opens his mouth to yell. But instead, instead of any noise coming out, just a single mushroom sprouts out and then like spreads open and Grun falls down uh, or falls backwards, actually. And now like this just mushroom is sitting out of his open mouth. But um, that- that's Gross. kind of gruesome, actually. He's a grungus now. Oh. <laughs> you know. Ew. Um. Wow. I. I'm, I'm sorry if that's kind of upsetting, but um. Boat. Kind of upsetting. Boat, pin him now. <laughs> <laughs> I've got his legs. Is he dead? Well. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's. He fell off of a wyvern after being smacked in the head, got up, had his throat slashed. Boat, pin him. He's not going to be able to resist. I'm going to go kick him. He may be, his conscience may have left, but I I still think his body is now host to new forms of life. I'm going to go kick the host body. Hey, uh, Solonar, can I talk to you? 
talk to you over here so real quick? So as you kick the body, it caves in way too easily. <laughs> and you've now got like mushroom like spores all over your oh, foot. Oh, Lord, this is disgusting. Hey, hey Solonar, can, can uh, I talk to you over here real uh, quick? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, what what can I do for you? I'm running to help Mahani. Yeah, yeah. Aren't there <laughs> other orcs attacking Mahani? No, you guys do the talk thing that you're doing. I'm helping Mahani. Wait, hold on. I, mop. You're going to have to shout. No. I saw you beckoning, but I don't know what you want. Hey, Johannes, before you go help Mahani. <laughs> what? Can I get can I get some lesser restoration over here? Huh? Solonar looks behind himself to see where Alita's yelling. Alita sort he, of grabs like Solonar, points at him, and then points at his ears. He waves at Johannes. Johannes waves back and then points at Mahani. Alita makes the gesture for Johannes to come over over to where they are. He points faster at Mahani. She points it with urgency at Solonar's head. I run for Mahani. <laughs> Can you hear me? What? Can you read my lips? What? Oh, that's right. Mask. Um... <laughs> <laughs> all, I'm, all I'm getting is she, she fumbles in her pack and pulls out a, uh, her diary, opens to the last page, which is blank, and writes, can you read this? Yes. She writes, all right, perfect. I'm a little concerned about Koza. Fair. She writes, are you concerned? Like eek levels of concerned, question mark. Seems like a threat to outside forces, not inside forces. It's gross, frowny face drawing. Yeah, so is killing things. She makes sort of a <laughs> kind of gesture. Solonar indicates Grun's pants because when people die, they tend to soil themselves. Alita <laughs> makes like a... <laughs> Boat sees Solonar pointing at Grun's pants and then he gets out a piece of paper and draws the peach emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Alita just sighs, shoves her diary back in her pouch. And... Wait, whoa, hold up. Did you recover your diary? It's a yeah. new diary. Oh, new diary. Yeah, she got another diary. Okay. Uh, Alita has to keep a diary or she goes slowly insane. Okay. Stop eating the mic. <laughs> What's going on? Hey, with Alita's mask, is it just her whole face that people can't see? No, so she covers her face like a ninja does. Well, yeah, but what I'm saying is, like, if she were to wear it, like, in reverse, and you could see her lips and not the rest of her face... Yeah, would, she'd be fine. Okay, would would he be fine? Yeah, you can only... So you can't look at her entire face. Okay. Like, if she, like, was covering, like, just her nose, and you could see, like, her eyes and her mouth, you'd be fine. Oh, okay. you could have oh. a cool yin-yang mask. And if you had, and like... no depth perception. <laughs> If he had, like, a photographic memory and he was able to piece the two, like, mask sections together, then he'd go blind instantly from memory. It No, it's looking at her so face, so not having a knowledge of what her face looks Johannes like. Johannes is back to back with Mahani, fighting off hordes of orcs. <laughs> and, mean, and then Boat's like, but... What if? What about like Perseus and Medusa? If we held up a, like a shield and looked at Alita's face, would we go blind then? See it in the reflection. Solonar turns around and he's like, "What? Think, <laughs> think carefully about introducing Greek mythology yeah. as canon to your world." <laughs> you know who's not introducing Greek mythology yeah. as canon into the world? I like how, Sol by the way, I like how Solonar is slowly becoming Lil John in this <laughs> adventure. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, Johannes, as you run into the fray of Maheni and the orcs, uh, you see Maheni is fighting orcs, and the child is sort of hidden under a small rocky outcropping. He's, like, under a large rock that's propped over two other large rocks, making a small cave for him to cower. So he doesn't know anything that's going on in pop culture because he's living under a rock. Yes, he is under a rock right now. So there's nothing, there's none, none of the orcs are running up to the child, though. No, they're yeah. exclusively attacking Mahenny, but upon seeing Grun has fallen, many of them are starting to flee. I go for any of the ones who are feeling feisty, run in. Shield and mace in hand. I get back to back with Mahani and we we fight them off. You do. You fight them off dexterously. And after a while, when the last one falls, Mahani sighs and looks at you. Thank you. You've been quite the help. What? Are you all right? Okay. I, I, well, I would assume, isn't there just blood trailing yeah. from his ears? Uh, <laughs> she looks at, oh, um, uh, healing, help. She kind of like looks around at the team. Did you say you're you're feeling uh, you're feeling Yelp? So I go over to um, 
the, the corpse of Grun and uh, pluck uh, ten little mushroom, little button mushrooms, some good mushrooms. You find mushrooms called skull caps. Well, I was also growing a good berry, but the mushroom version of them. Mm-hmm. So I... Poke. Gross! Yeah, uh, I... I Pick those off. I want Skullcaps to have the Punisher logo on top of them. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I also take those uh, Skullcaps. Probably Uh, very IP. Five Skullcaps. Yeah, and I I take those over to to Boat, and I'm like, "Um, I think these might help a a little bit with your wounds. I'm assuming you're handing him the good berry mushrooms and not the Skullcaps. Yes. Okay, cool. (laughs) Boat, uh, like, sees Koza's proffered hand, takes off his hat, and just... Turns it upside down and holds it out. He's like, "You, you could just put him in there. That's five. <laughs> yeah, I, I drop all. Um, was it? Yeah, I drop all ten of those uh, good mushrooms in there. Mm-hmm. So, are, what are we going to do about Solinar and Johannes? You're stealing a shelf. I'm not going to help mm. you do that, Mahani. That's not the right thing oh, to do. Oh, actually, but I think I will take a, a couple of those. So I take two back and eat what them the- real quick. What the hell, man? <laughs> well, I actually got kind of beat up, too. Um, I know you're really beat up, but um, I, I, I should probably just eat these real quick. So how many do I have now? You have eight. Eight? eight? Okay. Hey, Alita, since we're having a conversation, is there anything that you can do about this whole general situation? And he kind of, like, indicates his bleeding self. We're going to find out in a second. You might be able to ask... Um, Mr. Gravy for um, a few good mushrooms. What? <laughs> I, I take one more mushroom, the good mushroom from Gravy. And no, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. A gift freely given can't be taken back. Do you try to keep him away from me? Yes. Okay. Never mind. I'm sorry, Gravy. Solinar. You're just going to have to go without. What? You could come to me and say, can we give one of them to Solinar? So, okay, yeah. So, you, you I reach for your hat. And take one. You kind of scoot it out of the way. Yeah. I reach for it again. You scoot it out of the way again. And I, I kind of look at you like, why, do, why don't you want to share with Solonar? Because you're too. Because you're not saying anything, man. Oh. Um, <laughs> Just tell me what you're doing. Uh, um, well, I was going to give a couple to Solonar too. He's also... Uh, uh, somewhat hurt. Okay, that's fine. Just let me know what you're doing. Don't I just guess walk up to me have and, lesser restoration and start stealing things. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry for the misunderstanding. Mahani. So do you well, decidedly not. No, she's two? a monk. Okay. Yeah, I'd take two and uh, take them over to, to Solinar. Mushroom gravy is my favorite. And um, do you would you like a couple of these uh, corpse good berries? Uh, so Solinar is looking at Alita, kind of like generally indicating wounds, etc., from the wyvern fight. Alita can cast cure wounds on him. So if you want to interrupt with the good berry mushrooms... You regain eight hit points. Ooh. Solonar's looking moderately wounded now, as opposed to very wounded. Are you still trying to give him mushrooms? Yes. Okay. Solonar's going to be like, what, what, oh, oh, um, yeah, I could go for a snack, thanks. And then he takes them, and he pops both in his mouth, and then he uh You're going to feel them. uncomfortably full. Oh. Those mushrooms really swell up in the old stomach acid, huh? Like a pigeon eating rice. <laughs> they are they are really quite filling. I, I sometimes am surprised myself by them. Those are one HP each? Yes. Okay. Mahani is going to walk over to the kid uh, and kind of coax him out of the uh, out from under the Wait, rock. There was a goat here the whole time? <laughs> and then she's going to walk over to the rest of the party. Are you all alright? I mean, I'm less alright than I was earlier, but I'm pretty okay. What? Let's, it might be wise for us to hole up in the cave rather than down here. Hole up in the cave? Should we do anything like hide the bodies or anything in case some others come around? I don't know what we can do about these wyvern. It's unlikely that any of them are going to come now that Grun is dead. I sure wish I could hear what you guys are talking about. Looks interesting. Does anyone want to yell their conversation? Uh, I, I message kind of the um, the gist of this conversation to Solonar and Ioannis. Oh, that's very helpful. Thank you. Boat oh, looks you're at, welcome. Boat continues the conversation with Mahani. He's like, so with this guy being dead, does that make your life any easier? It means I will have less conflict during the summits between the great chiefs. Mm-hmm. Who's uh, Who do you think is going to replace this guy? Hopefully not someone worse. But Stronk and Warchant are neutrals. Did you say Stronk? Yes. 
He's very strong. <laughs> strong hammer fist. He's the leader of Combaldar. So strong. I like to imagine that Strong is actually the family name. <laughs> That's the way they do it. So he has like a relative named like Strong Thighs or something like that. <laughs> Uh, no, it'd have to be, like, uh, strunk crowbar thighs. They are fairly neutral, but there was a lot of contention between Herzog and Karar, so this will be interesting. Sorry, I'm getting everything about, like, 10 or 15 seconds late, so we're going to stay in the cave then? I believe it is wise. <laughs> does your, what? Does your deafness oh, manifest you. as sound <laughs> moving slower? No, no. Um, Koza was oh, messaging oh, okay. both Johannes and okay. Solinar so they weren't lost. And <laughs> since he's messaging both of us and he can only do one person at a time, I imagine Solinar is getting like a 15-second delay on anything he gets. And sometimes uh, Alita will accidentally curse, so then I have to delay it even more to um, make up for it. Yeah, it's the, yeah. it's the Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't there, like, blue dragon babies in the cave? We should probably look out for those if we're doing that. We can, but it's basically, do we want to deal with potential infant dragons, which are arguably not terribly difficult to destroy, or a potential orc war party? Solonar looks at Koza for a moment, waiting for the translation. And then he's like, I mean, we could also leave. I don't know if it's safe. It's going to be night pretty immediately. And you are all in need of rest. He looks at Koza again. Um, I, I'm, I would agree with Mohini that we should all rest. Um, both of you are very injured and I'm somewhat hurt myself. I'm sorry. Did you just say Mohini? <laughs> I'm sorry. That was the one thing you heard. I. He said it using sending. Mecca Lecca High. Mecca Mohini Mohini. What is her name again? Mahani. Mahani. Okay. For, I, I got I got this stuck in my head as somebody's note who spelled M O H I N I. I wasn't I expecting Mahani's name to be like the biggest. Like, I know. <laughs> just like I've had to explain her name seventeen thousand. Johannes takes out the fork in the road and he plunges it into the ground and he says, "Look, Molenny has it right." Bobby the Brain Mohinan. I'm going to the cave, and I am taking the child. That's a, is that a threat? <laughs> She's just walking away. Um, I, I'm following, too. I am, too. Same. All right, I guess that's a decision, then, since everybody's walking in the same direction except for myself and Johannes. Huh? So you guys are able to get into the cave. Maheni sets up a comfortable space for Alita and the kid to kind of hang out um, and looks at all of you. Do you have bedrolls? Um, should we take care yeah. of these uh, these these dragons first? I believe they will be in the nursery. They If they come out and attack us, we can probably go for them. Guys, what about loot? We never got to loot this place. That'll be where the dragons are. I think before we go loot this cave, which I think sounds like a, a fun idea, but um, we should rest first. I think you and Boat are very injured right now. I could go for a rest. I'm I'm fair to middling on on injury, but uh, maybe my ears will be better in the morning. That too, because this is getting very tiring. That's yeah. fair. Remember, buddy, that's what Eek was hoping for—that his eyes would be better in the morning. I hope you have better luck than him. I didn't get any of that. Something she just pulls out her diary. Right, boats being an ass. <laughs> Gross. I don't know. That doesn't sound like boat. Koza just looks kind of confused <laughs> by this conversation. Alita looks at Solinar like, excuse me? <laughs> Everyone needs to sleep now. I am tired of this conversation. <clears throat> Mahani kind of like sidles in and goes, Sol curls up to go to sleep. Solinar just like looks around for a minute to see if anyone's going to explain what Mahani said or if there's further discussion to go with that. And he's going to shrug and go grab a bedroll. Yeah, Boat just unrolls his bedroll, sits down, tips his hat over his eyes like, Night, Mr. Haney. Good night, Mr. Boat. I'm taking first watch. All right. If anything sneaks up on me, I won't be able to hear it, but I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, this is one of the few times that uh, Solonar's dagger of warning would not be helpful to him. Um, Johannes, I think you should sleep first. I can take first watch. I messaged this to you. It's oh, in your head. <laughs> I was trying to figure out who was talking to me. I thought it was just my thoughts. No. Your thoughts sound like Koza? Um, no, this, no, is, this, this is, is me. This is, is, me. This this is, is my, my voice. voice. And I kind of wave. <laughs> wow. 
Bilza, oh. reporting live from your head. Learning new things every day. Okay, well, this is great. I'll, I'll go, just go jump into bed then. Let me unroll my bedroll. Get it all nice up this mare pockets. I'm going to just slowly work those out. Um, Fluff this pillow. Man, it looks like there's a cork stuck in your bedroll. Oh, nope, my. there's no corks involved. <laughs> yeah, and I um, I transform into an owl. <laughs> and, um, and roll out. <laughs> yeah, I transform into an owl and kind of take up a little spot that I can see out, see the entrance of the cave and anything that might approach. Nothing attacks you all throughout the entirety of the night. Everyone is able to rest, get their HP back up, and heal their damaged, ruined ears. I hope you take that as a lesson to never do that to us again. <laughs> nice try. Maheni is sort of staring, like, kind of... She looks troubled as she wakes up. I legitimately am not sure who is going to take over Herzog at this point. What if we took over Herzog? Do you have the time? Would you abandon your quest to stay here in Oshenvar? I mean, we could take it over and then install a puppet chief who would do your bidding. We don't have time for that, Mr. Boat. We have to get back to Alaria. What, a, what about the champion of Karar? He seemed pretty tough. Ryzen? Ryzen wouldn't leave Karar. Oh. I wish Warren were still here. He could take over. I don't think... I'm sorry. <laughs> Warren Hurley? Yeah. The Talarian from Aurora Mern. I mean, he was a pretty tough dude. I gave him a hard time, but he knew what he was doing. You think he has the capacity for leadership over a historically warlike orc tribe? I mean, he's very charismatic. He's incredibly charismatic. That doesn't matter for orcs. That's also a radical tone shift from last time I heard you talking about Warren. No, like, I've I've had some time and distance, and, like, I can admit that he's a relatively smart and tough guy. Hey, you know who also had time and distance in your fight? Warren. And that's why he's not brave. But he is sharp <laughs> and charismatic. I am not sure that would be wise. Warren Hurley is charming, but he's also a fool. Becoming a great chief is more of a responsibility than I think any of you understand. Well, what about being a pretty good chief? <laughs> One of the four chiefs of the great tribes of Ocean Var. Well, maybe they'd be a pretty good tribe. You do not understand. Uh, clearly not. What's the, what's the vibe of this tribe? <laughs> Grun was their chief, and he was the most like them among them. Oh, so it's, it's like if you were to elect an official, but actually based on how much they represented you as a people, and not in how good they could talk about representing you as a people. If that will make it easier for you to understand, that is fine. It's, My not, it's not so different from how we do things in Talaire. The problem is not that they are elected. Whoever is chief is chief because of consent of the people, yes. But oftentimes, it is not always consent derived of capability of leadership. It is very frequently whoever is strongest. Or strongest in one case. Yes, or strongest in that case. Bunch of those people were evil. We managed to, to stop a lot of evil people from returning to the, the town. I'm, I'm, hopefully that'll help balance it out. I do not know if that will make much of a difference to the overall tribe. If anything, this actually might cause a war. Well, you know, you have one of the world's strongest defenses. They started it. If Herzog wants to go to war with Karar, I am going to be at a disadvantage. Let's burn Grun's body and scatter the ashes so they'll never be able to prove that he's dead. Some of the warriors fled. Johannes was there and witnessed it. Let's chase him down. That is not how I wish to do this. They've also got like, what, half a day's lead on us? That'd be a whole lot of chasing. I feel somewhat like this might be um, kind of outside of what we can deal with in our current situation? One of the things we might be able to do, I know Oshanvar is not particularly keen on outside influence, but if this actually does cause a conflict, we might be able to get help from the Queen of Alaria. But I'm... I, I would fear that might do more harm than good. I mean, if, if the two tribes are entering into conflict regardless, 
It would at least be nice to have some sort of support for Karar if you all are going to be at, an, at a disadvantage. I am not certain, and I am certainly not excited to begin another draconic war. So this man who tried to kill you in the mountains was refraining from going to war with you, even though he had an extreme upper hand, and his loss, the greatest warrior of that tribe, and the loss of other great warriors, plus a bunch of their weavens, doesn't weaken them. It will weaken them significantly. However... Karar has more to lose from an all-out war than Herzog does, especially now. Well, we could always just pass through, you know, give a nice word. We don't have to go to Herzog at all on our path. We can either head back to Karar, or I could escort you all back to a port city. It it does seem to me, well, while I am new to this party, are you all not trying to return the relic you're carrying with you? It would seem to me that would be very important, and traveling, traveling to a hostile tribe with this this relic would be a very dangerous idea. He is correct. The relic should take priority. Alita, hmm? where do we go? I think we should head back to Alaria. Well, there it is. Though it's really sort of the path that's up in the air. Before we leave this cave. Should we um, deal with these remaining blue dragons? Or or whatever loot they might have. I mean, if the blue dragons aren't bothering me, I'm not interested in just wiping out a bunch of baby dragons. I mean, I don't want to fight them, but maybe I can distract them with some food or something. And then loot. Loot like the wind. I mean, they're, if they're baby dragons, their horde's probably not too big. I'm not interested in the horde of the baby dragons. I'm interested in the horde of the blue dragon priest. We should also uh, see if there's any information that might be useful here. Uh, We did, after all, kill the priest before we had a chance to find out why he murdered this village. And also, there was an adult blue dragon that we also killed and didn't get any loot from. Well, a little loot. Corpse loot. All right, we can loot the cave. Yay! But only if you promise to hurry. All right, all right, let's do this. It's go time. So you go into the anterooms of the cave. Yeah. Only to find a complete absence of baby dragons. And only a a few smatterings of gold coins and a single golden necklace. Does this golden necklace remind us of other golden necklaces we may have seen? No. It's a beautiful, like, several delicate chains interlocked together with a jet black stone set in the center. Um, I'm going to set up to cast Detect Magic as a ritual. All right. I remember there being a baby dragon who ran this way. Let me just start tapping these walls with my mace and see if any of them sound funny. Nothing sounds off to you. Um, do I? Though you do notice the lack of electricity in the walls. Any, th- any magic Yes, auras? it lights up with necrotic magic. An evil necrotic magic? Necrotic magic. Um, I pick up this necklace and... In your mind, you see a flash of a drow woman reaching out and then disappearing. Like reaching out towards me? Or, like, as a vision just of, like, a past event? As a vision of a past event. Interesting. This this uh, necklace seems to have some sort of magical power. It gave me a vision of sort of a, a past event. I'm not entirely sure what it could mean, though. I don't know why my first thought is always apparently, like, oh, well, let's get that to Moonsy then. Um, but I have a strong suspicion that if this is, like, Evil magic that, um... Evil! Johannes is probably going to want to smash it. Does Johannes feel any evil? You don't feel evil, you feel necrotic. Nah, it's just radiating magical energies. I still can't find any of these walls are hollow. I don't know where this dragon went. Remember the dragon who we were supposed to return to the other baby dragon out in the desert? Right. Other baby dragon. Well, but, all right. If we've gone as deep in the cave as we can, and we've only found this, maybe there was another dragon in here 
the left with the babies. What about that? Are we in the same cave? Are we sure? Yes. I mean, I felt like we only had the one cave we knew about. I don't, it would, it seems unlikely. That it's we, the only crystal cave that is in the area. I'm just asking, man. It no, just, you're, you're fine. I'm just, yeah. I'm explaining why you would be sure. Okay. Because I didn't make you roll for it. And the cave is drastically different mm-hmm. with don't, the lack of electric energy. Don't make me turn this cave around. We're going to find where we need to go. Clearly the cave was connected to Grun, and now that he's dead, it's back to a normal cave. I've solved the mystery. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, short of finding... Wait, hold on. Solnar is going to, like, check a wall at random very quickly. The 19 investigation. He feels very sure about how thorough he's being with that wall very quickly. It is a wall that previously had a conduit of electric energy that is now gone. Uh, nope, nope. There's no secret entrances here. All right. Well, um, yeah, I guess we should just go then. With whatever little treasure we get. Yeah, how much gold did we find? Uh, the entire party will receive 75 gold from this. Wait, Alita. Can you electrocute this wall? Um, yeah, I'm certain I can. One moment. She puts her hands to to the crystal wall and closes her eyes. The electric energy that radiates from her hands arcs through the wall magnificently, the same way that you remember the walls lighting up but it doesn't catch. It doesn't go past her spell. Wait a minute. Hey, Johannes, didn't you pick up a bunch of stuff from the blue dragon priest? Yeah, but I didn't write any of it down. I think I know there were his robes, his ring, and his spectacles were the big ones. So yeah. I got a ring, spectacles, and a robe. So I'm just looking at the wall. Johannes, try punching the wall with your ring hand. You feel a shockwave come up your arm from the punching a crystal wall with a ring. And you should never put your thumb in your fist when you punch something, buddy. What a mistake. Thank you, Boat. I'm going to take a level of monk. Perhaps, uh, (laughs) perhaps you, uh, Alita should put on these, uh, these accoutrements and try. Not happening. Yeah. Uh, I'm not wholly surprised by that. Not, not wearing... Blue dragon vestments. Uh, Not happening. Okay. Well, um, when I cast the dark Oh, should magic, I take them off? You can if you want. It's up to you what you wear, but I'm not wearing the robes of a chromatic dragon. Not happening. Mm-hmm. When I did cast detect magic, did that ring light up at all? Okay. What about any these? of the clothes? What the about clothes the did spectacles? Not. The spectacles did light up. Mm. Not with evil magic, because I would have detected that. No, it's not evil magic. It is... A practical spell of neutral alignment. It's practical magic. It's practical magic. <laughs> Can I s- for the practical wizard? Seems proper. Can I see those glasses? Uh, I can't see without my glasses. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, your spectacles then. <laughs> Close your eyes for one second. Okay. I uh, take off the glasses. <laughs> okay, you can open them now. Oh, wow, brave new world. Um, I'm gonna try putting the glasses on. All right, uh, draconic. Uh, runes go across the glasses. It is short messages in Draconic. Do you read Draconic? Um, so I'm going to jack into the Matrix. <laughs> what? What? Yeah, what the, do you know Draconic? Um, I don't think I do. No, but he's about to learn Kung Fu. <laughs> Mahani uh, goes, show me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know Draconic. Okay, but you do recognize them as Draconic runes. Do any of you all speak Draconic? Draconic? Alita. Um, so I know you won't put on the the robes, but I see draconic phrases in these glasses. Um, the aura of them is neutral, so I don't think it's an evil thing, but perhaps you might be able to find some information from them. Uh, sure, I guess. Here, try putting these on. Oh, his vision was bad. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I know. That's why I missed my first two May strikes. <laughs> That oh, no. makes sense. This is how Alita gets activated as a sleeper agent. The Manchurian nymph. <laughs> <laughs> it just says one down, four to go. There's no further context? Not that I see. It's just that fa- that phrase. I think these are... I don't think these things give, like, a long phrase or anything. Um. Yeah, Google Glass really didn't make it that far. Mm-hmm. All right. So I know Mahani said four great chiefs. So that's that. That's a thing that there are four of. One down, four to go would mean five. 
Maybe there's a oh. secret chief that nobody knows about, but there one or not, two people. There is not a secret chief. Oh, no, they well, cut of course, off. Of course you would say that. It's a secret chief. And you want to know who would know, Charles? Why would they let the, uh, the, the public chiefs know about the secret chief? If the plan was for the secret chief to eventually step out of the shadows and take over. I do not fear that threat. Ernest is making faces to mess with you, but no, they must have cut off one of their fingers. That's an option, yes. Alita, how many how many dragon relics do we need to pick up? Uh five total. So that's that's also a number. It is. Of which there is one down and four to go. Mm. The secret chief is sending us out to get the dragon relics so they can take them from us. Lord Alden is the secret chief of Ocean Vaughn. I knew he was a cult leader. We've blown this. Excuse me? We've blown this plot wide open. <laughs> yeah. Bro, maybe it's the gems. You have one in your gauntlet and four to go. We've got to tell Art Bell about this right now. <laughs> Other options, maybe? I mean, there's Johannes's, maybe they cut off one of their fingers thing. Perhaps we should just um, keep an eye on these and monitor how they change as our actions progress. That's not a bad idea. Um, so now it seems like we're done here. So perhaps um, I'm not totally familiar with, with how this, this group likes to travel, but it seemed to me that um, now that we've all rested, we should begin journeying. Was it Alaria that? You were taking the relics? Uh, yes. We need to take the relics back to the Glade of the Nymphs. Is that an Alaria? Yes. yes. Okay, thank you. So, Mahani. Yes. I know Karar is where you need to end up. Eventually, sure. We need to end up in a port town. Gwerndar. It's not too far from here. It's to the southwest. Is that... A, a long or a total detour away from Karar for you? It's the opposite direction, but I can come around the mountain pass by myself. She'll be she'll coming be around the mountain <laughs> when she comes, when she comes, and we're coming around the mountain when she comes. Given the amount of danger we've seen just in our little bit of time traveling together, would it be wise for us to possibly charter a ship from one port city to another to get you closer to Karar? It would have to go around the entire continent. I will point out that she was more than capable of fighting off a, a, a rather large orc horde on her own. Johannes helped. I am, that is true. I am by no means questioning the chief's ability to protect herself. I'm merely saying that there is some safety in numbers. You can't run a multi-watch night... When you're one person. She's got the kid. Uh, Alita. What? Uh, I assumed the child would go with you. I I also assumed that. I thought you might be taking a shine to him and raise him as your heir. No. Why don't you love him? (laughs) (laughs) Look at his cute little face. You look at his cute little face. Solana grabs the kid by the head and holds him up so his eyes are level (laughs) with uh, Manny's. Look at them eyes. Molani, didn't you always want a worthy successor? I do, which is why this is not the child I am taking on. (gasps) Maybe this child could become the chief of (laughs) Herzog. No, I'm decidedly not putting him in that level of danger. But, like, eventually... When you win this war. Look, look, look. It might not even come to war. Check it out. He can do a somersault into a front flip. I've been working with him on it. At first, I thought you were about to pick him up and, like, flip him. Yeah. (laughs) Roll strength. 15. All right, you flip that kid. Yeah, (laughs) ta-da. The kid is looking like, oh, God. Now we've been working on it. All right, now that we've flipped the kid, we should sell him for a profit. (laughs) I assumed he would go with all of you. Okay, I guess we gotta keep working on routine. Come on, buddy. We need to give this kid a name. Like a real name. I think this kid has a name. I think it's rude to assume this kid has no name just because this kid can't tell us their name. <gasps> Alita. Hmm? See if the kid can write. Oh, that's a good idea. She takes her diary, flips it to the last page, and hands him a pen. The kid holds the pen and looks at the paper and then looks at the pen and then looks at the paper and looks up. What's, what's your name? Can you write your name? He looks at the pen and looks at the paper and then looks up again and starts to look panicked. If you were to, like, sign something, can you sign your name? 
He draws an X. Oh. Oh, that's rough. His name is X. That's a letter. You know, um, I think that's just going to have to do. We're just going to have to call him X. We'll call him 10. Oh, that's the number of the letter. Any other vaguely less dehumanizing names we could give him? Boy, come here. The kid's going to walk up. You can hear me, right? The kid nods. You understand what I'm saying? The kid nods. All right, we're all going (laughs) to say a name and vote, and we want you to vote on it, if that's what you want to be called. The kid nods. We'll all go around and say a name, and then we'll do it one more time, and when you hear the name that time, you'll raise your hand if that's the one you want. The kid nods. All right, we'll start with you, Koza. Uh, The kid shakes its head. Okay, Alita? Um, Eric. The kid shakes his head. Is that with a C or a K? A a C? Okay. Solonar, what about Brigham? The kid shakes his head like Brigham Young? Yeah. Kid's gonna shake his head. Mohaney? I am not participating. Hang on, that's kind of a long one. (sighs) They look over at Boat. Yeah. Uh, I'm sticking with Tennessee. The kid shakes his head. Johannes? Um, oh gosh. Uh, how about uh, we could name you after somebody? Um, like, uh, oh, chicken lady. What do you think? The kid shakes his head. The kid shakes his head. Shakes his head. Shakes his head. Shakes his head. Three hours later. <laughs> So coal is what we're going with. I mean, it, it's the only thing that he hasn't actively recoiled in disgust from. So I guess I guess it works for now. I still think that kitten mitten was a good uh, good idea. You just are combining the names of things you like. Well, no, it's things I see. So where um, are you seeing a kitten? At least I one on his middle name. So I want to. So we're still in the cave, right? Yes. So, like, when we started this conversation, there was the cave was mostly intact. Um, when it faded back in, just everything smashed everywhere, <laughs> and just like our, all our stuff is just like thrown around. We've got like <laughs> we this, all had a screaming uh, argument. Yeah. Sun's <laughs> coming up outside. Can we go now? I think that by the time we did this, the time for the prophecies been collapsed. It um, only took us two um, weeks, Alita. That can't be the whole prophecy. You know, let's just go ahead and take one more night since it's already getting dark out, and um, then we'll get on the road tomorrow. Oh no, my gosh, we're out of rations. No, that's, <laughs> no, that's just tree shade. That's just tree shade on the sun. It's still like first thing in the morning. I know it felt like that conversation. It's only forever. been like an hour. Oh gosh. Okay, so let's get on the road and stop discussing names for a while. Because if we have another name discussion in the cart, I think hands are going to fly. Man, if only Magellan were here. He was always so good at naming things. Are you talking about Velen? When did he name something in our presence? I don't recall him naming anything in our presence. Oh, you don't remember that time when we were out hunting and he saw the lizard and he named him? Wow. What a magnificent lizard. I shall name it. Tennessee Butler. <laughs> yeah, so he named it Tennessee Butler, and the wizard, the wizard went on the lizard wizard to have a form a band. Are you having a stroke? <laughs> He's having a strong. So we're going to be heading towards the port city of Guerndar, which is to the north of Palabar. God, what a ridiculous name! <laughs> Wait, it's to the north of Palabar. Well, yeah, Palabar's pretty heavily south from here, and we're headed south to Alaria, right? Well, we're going to head southwest to Gorndar, then get on a boat and head fully west. Oh, so we won't actually be swinging back through Palabar. I can't imagine why you would want to do that, given that we left it a burning ruin. Well, we need to check in on boats people and make sure everything went well after we left. Do you guys want to go back to Palabar? Everybody looks expectantly at boat. Everyone <laughs> looks expectantly at boat, um, except for no. I think yeah. Goza stro- doesn't know. Boat strokes his his several days growth of beard. <laughs> He's like, I think no. <laughs> Let's go. I'm tired. All right, so we'll head to Gwerndar and chart a boat and go directly to Alaria. Oh, maybe the nymphs or Lord Alden can do something for little Cole here. When, when Alita kind of laid out that plan, 
there was sort of look on uh, Crosscoza's face real briefly of like, wait a second, I don't like that. <laughs> but uh, just a brief kind of look. Anybody want to roll insight on that? On what? I didn't see anything. <laughs> so do you think this is a good time to start training Cole? He could become a coal boat. That actually isn't a bad idea, I giving think, him some martial training. I mean, there's that. We could also take him to some dwarves. They could teach him how to be a coal miner. Well, he's already uh, coal the miner. <laughs> and so you guys head southwest across the mountain pass. <laughs> it just it smash cuts to like Monty Python <laughs> and the Holy Grail, yeah. like the pages of the book turning. <laughs> the story just... of Sir Robin. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, Sir Cole. <laughs> Surrounded by idiots, Sir, he made his journey south and west. <laughs> a full circle. It only takes about a week or so before you're able to get to Gwerndar, which is a beautiful, almost sort of plaster-looking city with brass tops to all of the buildings that reflect the light. So during these travels, I want to um, have taken the time to study this necklace. Mm -hmm. Uh, Can I roll Arcana to get a better idea of what it does? Absolutely, you may. 18? So the necklace is called the Necklace of Shireen. The uh, necklace, uh, when worn by someone using necrotic magic, gives them a plus three to any attack roll with necrotic energy as the ultimate damage. So when I use my circle of spores, where it's a saving throw, it's on an attack spell. Um, Um, I'll even it out and have you add two to the uh, DC. Okay, to the DC. Yeah. And did it do anything for the damage also? No, it doesn't do anything for the damage. It just makes it easier to hit with necrotic stuff. What a beautiful city. Man, it's almost as if it's plastered on. And look over there. It looks like... It looks like Tennessee Butler. (laughs) (laughs) Right by the fountains. It's a beautiful... He's panning for gold in the fountain. Uh, Should we be concerned about that man in the fountain? Now he's probably bathing. Looks like like he's just fishing out coins. Ain't nothing wrong with that. That strikes me as a crime. It would strike one as a crime, wouldn't it? Hmm. Oh, well. Are you about to dive in that fountain, Solonar? No. I don't dive in fountains for copper pieces. Gold pieces on the other (laughs) hand. All right. We should probably find somewhere to shack up for the night, right? Yeah, I suppose. Where's that? Is there an inn anywhere around here? Anybody Uh, see? There are several, it looks like. Oh, we should go to that one. It looks great. Uh, So Johannes points to a beautiful shining inn called the Prancing Unicorn. It, see, it's, it looks amazing. That looks expensive. It oh. does look very expensive. Let's, you can only know if we go inside. Ring-a-ding! <laughs> so you walk in, and the lobby of this, of this inn uh, has a fountain that is pouring wine. Is it only. full? Does it have gold coins in it? Uh, you can't see through the wine. Yeah, Gravy Boat uh, walks in. Uh, immediately sees how expensive it is and pulls pulls a Grandpa Abe Simpson and just walks in, <laughs> turns around, and then just walks right back out. Hey, Johannes. What about this place over here? And Solonar points at the seediest-looking hotel. That <laughs> one is called the Limping Horse. All right. All right, three bears. This is how, <laughs> this is how we got to... You find it in the same way you buy tires. You don't buy the worst and you don't buy the best. You come in somewhere in the middle. So what's the what's the medium <laughs> porridge in? The medium quality is called um, the trotting pony. <laughs> is it? Wait, eight out of eight out of ten <laughs> voted it the best inn in town. It was yeah. a gallop pole. <laughs> <laughs> that was stellar. I think the they inter- used Snuffles likeness as the sign. Well, that's that is a sign. Snuffles, that's- did you sign away your rights to this inn? <laughs> why, why would you do that? <laughs> How much did they give you? <laughs> Whoa! Really? <laughs> okay, this, you know, this makes perfect sense now. I didn't know you were such an astute business horse, but that's something I really should have picked up along the way. Uh, Snuffles nods excitedly. Mm. But like the way horses nod, where they like right. jerk their whole head do you up get and free? Down. Do you get free lodging here? <laughs> you didn't even work that into the contract. <laughs> Snuffles! Johanna I mean, speaks horse? Being fair to Snuffles in this case, uh, 
I don't imagine Snuffles thought she would have much opportunity to be traveling through Ocean Var, so I don't see why she would have negotiated that into a contract. This is happenstance. Happenstance at best. Mahani kind of looks at the place. So this will be where I leave you then. So soon? Well, yes. I need to get back to Karar and make sure everything is all right. What? We could have gone the direction of Karar. We, uh. No, I'm sorry, but we already agreed that returning this, um, this treasure is important. It no. is more important that you all complete this mission. Your journey is more important. If Karar falls, while I will do everything in my power to make it happen, it will be a worthy cost to what you all are trying to bring back. You mean to make it not happen? Yes. Oh, good. I thought for a second there. It's fine. We're all a little tired. It's been a long week. We spent like two days on that kid's name. (laughs) (laughs) But this will be where I leave you. Perhaps our paths will cross again at some point in the future. They will. I have already felt it. Okay. Do you not remember I have senses like Alita? No. She looks over (laughs) at Boat. Ish. Kind of. It's been a long day. Do you see my future? No, (laughs) I do not. But I do know that I will see all of you again. Give us a hug. Excuse me? Yeah, that's... Team hug! Everyone get in here! Oh, Lord, here we go with this again. Oh, no. Everybody roll grapple checks. (laughs) (laughs) It is interesting to see how those who were chosen... I would not have expected it to be all of you. Yeah, we get that a lot. Oh, this is the sad part where I tell you it's because it's only some of us. Yeah, Koza wasn't chosen at all. (laughs) We come back and Lord Alden's like, ah, the prophecy has changed again, I see. (laughs) I'll just be like, where's Eek? (laughs) (laughs) Lord Alden's like that guy who said that, like, the earth was going to end in an earthquake and then after it didn't happen, he just kept changing the date. Like 2012, when all of the calendar restarts. (laughs) Gracious. Uh, So, excuse me, what's the cost of lodging in this establishment? Oh, it will be one silver a night. Okay, even though we have, you know, I don't know if you've met Snuffles, but her likeness is all over this entire style. Look, she's right here. How many people do we have with us right now? Uh, You, the kid, Alita, Johannes... Koza and uh, Solinar. And Snuffles. Oh, well, in that case, this sounds great. We'll all take rooms. Of course. If you would like, if you would come, if you come down and order food, we'll bring it back up to your rooms. I'll have a steak. Of course. That'll be 50 copper. Here you go. I'll have what he's having. 50 copper. I think... I'll also have what um, both of them are having. 50 copper. Actually, it's 100 copper, because I'm having two of them. You're having... <laughs> well, I'm having two both of them. Two steak dinners, please. Yes, it's been a long journey. Okay, two steak dinners, so a silver. Okay. I'm feeling sad, so I'm going to get a big bowl of soup, if you don't mind. One silver. Here you go. Are, are you okay? I'm sad. Because you're not part of the prophecy? No, I'm sad because Eek would have loved this place. They've got bowls of soup for only a silver. Well, now I'm sad. Yeah, with with Maheni leaving, it kind of, I don't know, it makes the whole scene a little more melancholy, I guess. Maheni-colly? Hell yeah, that's where I was going. (laughs) (laughs) See, look, Mr. Boat, our team is bonding. Uh Uh-huh. Well? Bonding over sadness. Well, yes. Does that not happen for all of you? You become closer over hardship and difficulty. Hardship and difficulty, yes. Sadness, not typically so much. Sadness comes from hardship and difficulty. Not in my line of work. What comes out of hardship and difficulty in your line of work? Uh, mostly frustration and then huge piles of loot. And sadness. No, only for other people. I don't understand how you live your life sometimes. Well? Mr. Boat and Mr. Johannes would agree, right? I mean, yeah, there's something to what you're saying. Johannes has already uh, climbed up to his room with his bowl of soup. Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm Eek, the Cobalt Wizard, and you're ad- adventuring with Quid Pro Roll.
I guess we're going back around this way. So Logan's grun. Great grun. What about Chuck? Or B grun. Like Chuck Tangle. Bill Jorgensen. <laughs> Rock Lightning. Abraham Matheson. Moyer. Let, let's name it Moyer. Blunt Dagger Skull. Moyer. So we'll see it is. 